Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kings get a win on Friday night, baby. Yeah, man. 114-106. to Casey and I were following that game as best we could. While hosting the T-Pain and Floyd. That was not a fun night at all because we don't know the context of what's happening. I'm getting text messages from Jill Adge like, this isn't going to cut it. This isn't going to cut it. Watching it back, of course, in the moment, I could absolutely understand her frustration and all the Kings fans' frustration. Watching the game back that night, it was like a bad, like, minute-long stretch at the right. end of the half. Right. The game was a lot closer than that the... halftime score led it to believe. <laughs> And then they opened up the third quarter. And then they had a run on the defensive end in the third quarter Mm. that combined with, you know, shot making, put them in a great position to to win this game headed into the fourth. Yeah, they stepped up and did what they had to do to win that game at the end of the day. That's a sign of a good team. A lot of people, and this is is what I try to remind people, they're like, oh, you know, they allowed a shorthanded Phoenix team to hang with them. you know, and all this other stuff. Well, I, I told Damien this before we, we left the venue and we saw they won and everything. How many times did a bad Kings team hang with a really good team? You know, mm-hmm. And then the really good Nuggets team or Suns or Warriors some just stepped on the gas sometime in the fourth quarter and said, yeah, yeah I'm not, we're not losing. We, we might have been sleepwalking for a little bit. We're not losing to you guys. And that's what the Kings did. That's what the Kings did as a good team. You know, they're going to have performances like that where, you know, it's not dominating for the entire game. But there'll be a, a point in time when they step on the gas and, and flex on them. This is wild. Jill just sent me some numbers, and I'm terrible with numbers. But if I understand this correctly, the Kings are negative 13.9 in the second quarter. That's their net rating. Mm. No wonder wow. everybody was so upset at halftime. Man. A negative 13 rating. That's that's. I don't think that's what they were that's in this bizarre. game. They were negative. Uh, it was 33 to 26. Mm. Um, but I was watching that game. Like I, I don't. I don't like. How did that, How did this get out? How did this get to 59 50? First of all, mm. 
And why was Jill so upset? <laughs> and then the final minute happened, and it was like, oh, it's like a two, it's like a three point game or four point game or something like that. Yeah, uh, a three, and then just a a bad De'Aaron turnover, where I think he was looking for Malik or some or someone on the uh, behind the line, and it just goes the other way for nice little lay in, and all of a sudden it's a nine point game. Uh, and the Kings responded beautifully in the third quarter. As bad as the end of the second quarter might have been, they responded beautifully in the third quarter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Big ups uh, to the Kings handling business on Friday. Lighting the beam, uh, especially while our guys from uh, and lady from the Dana Cortez show was here. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we told him, we like, hey, man, it's going to happen tonight. He got to light the beam, so. Got a nice little light the beam chant uh, started did, at, at, the, at, at the venue. What'd you call it, Warriors fans? <laughs> Shout out to Brandon Nunez for putting that video out there. So I said, you know what? You know what the funny thing is? You know what the funny thing is? There was I. I was fixated on one guy. I could see him clear as day. And when we said something about the, the Kings, black guy with the Warriors hat on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw him clear. And I and I see him and he's booing. He's got the stupid hat on. And then that's why I said, okay, are there any bitch ass Warrior fans in here? And I'm looking at nobody but this dude. And he goes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, sit your ass down. <laughs> hey, so look, I, got, I go, uh, I go, you know, we talk about the Kings, whatever, like the beam channel. I was like, yo, I want to give a shout out. To my uh to the Niner fans mm-hmm. up in here. They go, you know, Nuts. they erupt in there for the Niners. And then I think you said Raiders. Mm-hmm. I said, you know? okay. I said, okay, let's be fair. Are there any Raider fans in here? Yeah. Well, well, well hold on no, hold on no. So, so there was a couple that uh I know one. Uh, there was a couple that got out of their seat mm-hmm. and was like in front of the front front mm-hmm. row mm-hmm. and he's like, Raiders! Raiders pulled up his sleeve. Look, it's tatted on me, tatted on me. And I was like, all right, I got love for the Raiders. He's like, no, F the Niners, Raiders, homie. I said, hey, bro, hey, hey, man, come on, chill. Chill, chill bro. Hey, I said I got love for the Raiders. I don't play for them, man. Calm down. Relax. He was upset. Yeah, but that arena booed the Raiders pretty hard. They were well, not about the Las Vegas Raiders no. at all in that venue. Not Do you think all. we get to a point? And I don't think so, because we got it's still there's still Raider fans here for sure, right? That are pass things along. But do you think they'll get to a point where the Raiders are just not really thought of one way or the other in in Northern California, like like Reese, <clears throat> no. Reese's kids? Um, assuming they're still in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, like will they just wind up being the Steelers mm-hmm. or the Packers? Uh because hmm. I asked that because I That's thought about question. this the other day. Not only are they gone, but much like James would talk about with the Kings before last year, mm-hmm. they lost a generation. Mm-hmm. They lost a, a whole mm-hmm. generation mm-hmm. of being cool, being a winning team, all this other stuff where Combine almost exactly like the the Kings and Warriors. Mm-hmm. Combine that with the fact that for about ten years, the Niners were really really good between Harbaugh and Shanahan's run. Really 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 good. And the Kings, uh, I like Debo. Debo's cool. You know what I mean? I like George Kittle. He's cool. Mm-hmm. And being those friends and or those fans, and I just thought about it. The I was like, man, like 
What kid is actively trying to be a Raiders fan right now? Yeah, it probably this depends area. on like who his family likes. Like that's how like a lot of that stuff right. gets gets handed down. Um, if they stink though, if they're three zero, if that's what oh we're talking about gosh. with the Raiders, oh yeah, that uh, that whole skip a generation. But let's also not forget, like Kings, it was fifteen years. Like that's a long ass time to just be bad, and like incompetently bad. Raiders are going on. 21 years. They made the Raiders playoffs made the once. Playoffs a couple years that ago. Wasn't good enough. But it's still but still but that doesn't but that's that's that like I that's not the question you asked though because for most of that they were still in Oakland. Mm-hmm. So like I I'm, I'm I'm taking the question less about how them not being good could factor into the distancing of the Raiders from Northern California. Mm-hmm. But man to the point where they're just like the Steelers or any other traveling team, because they're always going to have a fan base. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and they're always going to have Maybe. a fan base here. There, yeah. there is going to be a segment of yeah. The there's fan a Steelers here. fan base here, yeah. like that. There's there's a Michigan Wolverines fan base for Shout whatever out to reason. Them. Go here. blue, but I don't I don't know that they'll ever hit that level. Mm. I don't know. That's hard. Pause. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to have to be. If you're, if you're, we were Raider. talking about the Kings. How the hell did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. How did we start talking about the Raiders? Probably. Oh, because of uh, the venue, the, oh. the, the, the uh, concert. Oh. Um, the other thing about the the Kings game, though, to bring it back to the Kings, um, we didn't talk about De'Aaron Fox mm. in fourth quarter. Fox. That's crazy. I mean, this dude, twenty three points in the fourth quarter. Is him? Is him? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you saw. Uh, he missed out on the in-season tournament all-tournament team, the NBA Cup, whatever they want to I, call it. I saw, I saw the all-tournament team, and it was – so that's the whole tournament. Yeah, it was the whole tournament, and the only one I really looked at and was like, well, why him, was Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And they both averaged 34.5 for the tournament. Um, they both lost in the first round. Mm-hmm. And then, and I was like, well, why did KD make it on Fox? Just not even like, oh, Fox being disrespected. I was like, well, what what made KD make it over Fox in mm-hmm. this situation? And then I looked at KD's numbers. Mm-hmm. KD was 34.5 points, 7.3 boards, 6.8 assists. Oof. He shot 61% from the field, Goodness, 70% from three. Bruh, <laughs> what? In the in-season tournament. Goodness wow. gracious! I had to be like, "Oh, that's why." Yeah, Katie's goodness that dude, gracious! But now Fox, uh, phenomenal in season tournament, and then mm-hmm. you know, in a game that his team had to have, that you know, we classified as this would be a ridiculous loss. They can't be losing this game, and even when they pulled away in the third quarter, it got dicey again in the fourth, and Fox said, "Nah." Well, yeah, nah. Book was still playing. Yeah. I mean, like Book, Book is still a very capable scorer. Like he's out there balling. Fox said, nah, we ain't, don't worry. I'm here. I'm here. Ain't none of that happening. They did a lot of little things to make sure that they won that game. Um, you go back and look at that fourth quarter. I mean, Harrison Barnes' offensive rebound. Like, they got a lot of offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter. They did a lot to as many times as the Suns kind of chipped away at that lead and got to within striking distance. Kings come down, miss a shot. Get an offensive rebound. Just pull the ball ball back out. Set up the offense again, and eventually get you know a bucket there to where 
not only do you get the points, you took extra time off the clock because Harrison yeah. or, or or Domas were able to get uh, uh, an offensive rebound. I think Keegan was doing that too before he fouled out. Yeah, no, they they, they it's hard to. I guess you could say they scrapped. They scrapped to, mm-hmm. to, to secure that win. Mm-hmm. Maybe not to get the lead and stuff like that. They buckled down and handled business, but to secure it, that win, they had to scrap a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not really into the, the style points in a game like that because it could get tricky. Just win the game. You, you win by however many you need to in any fashion you need to. Just win the game. The fourth quarter box score is pretty nuts. Zero two one zero twenty three. He scored. He scored thirty one. He scored thirty one. He scored twenty three of their thirty one points. Man, eight of ten at the line, six of nine from the field, and three of three from the three point line. Man. Uh, meanwhile, Book and Nurkic trying to you know they scored thirty five. The Suns did outscore the Kings in that fourth quarter, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't enough. Uh, it wasn't enough because twelve. That's the, in quarter. the third quarter. Yeah, that wow. was the quarter. Goodness gracious. That was a, a special third quarter uh, from Sacramento for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a unique third quarter as well as they did so much on the defensive end. Uh, we focus a lot on the shot making. I know Will Z had a lot of those stats up. Will Z will join us here in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. They did a lot on the defensive end. Yeah. Um, they made they made life tough for Book yeah. and the, the rest of the crew, but m- more specifically – for Devin Booker, like mm-hmm. they didn't force him into bad shots, they forced him into not getting shots, mm-hmm. and that was if you if, you know with no Kevin Durant out there, if you're able to take away, that clearly had to have been the message at halftime. Mm. Take book out of this. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah, can I give a shout out while we're here to uh, Keon Ellis and his performance yeah. on Friday? Yeah, big ups to Keon, man. He stepped up, did his thing in in, in the minutes that he had, man. So it's- what's that mean? Because there's still no, there's still no, no Davion Mitchell. Yeah, it just means it's Keon's opportunity. He's gonna like this is play. This is solidly his opportunity. Yeah, in my opinion, it sure looks like it. Yeah, in my opinion yeah. for sure. It sure looks like it. Sasha was really good too. Sasha was really good. Career high in points, right? I think he had yeah fourteen. I think that's career high for him. He felt seven. He he was another guy whose baskets, when you look at box scores, his his baskets felt impactful. Mm-hmm. You talk about runs that 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 the Suns went on, uh, chipping away at the game, all those different things. Um, just a timely lay in, just a timely jumper, just a timely few possessions from from Sasha. I I wonder if Sasha's starting to get his NBA legs under him. We've seen. Two, actually about three really good performances in the last week and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he's starting to, like, everything's starting to he's starting to catch up to the speed of the game, well, what this team does, all this other stuff, and get a little more comfortable. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the bench as well and how it may look different. Malik is questionable tonight. Mm. He's, it, 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 it appears he's dealing with an illness and – he is the heartbeat of that second unit. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk more Kings basketball, and uh, we'll talk about the game tonight. The Brooklyn Nets are at the Golden 1 Center. First night of a back-to-back. 
for the Sacramento Kings. So that's all coming up here with Dealing with Casey. Brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Our man, Will Z, going to join us coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Did you get a chance to catch any of the Grammys 50th hip-hop anniversary thing last night? No, I... Um... I, after everything settled down with the football games or whatever, putting Ryan down or whatever, and I saw some, like, tweets about something that was going on. I was like, damn, something going on? Like, I'm missing? And come to find out it was that. I I didn't watch any of it, though. It's on Paramount Plus, I believe. It was recorded, I think, back in, I remember when Will Smith kept posting about this. Mm -hmm. It was fire. Mm -hmm. They did a tremendous job. They took that Grammys, that 15, 16 minute Grammys thing that they did this year with the Roots, which was really the basis of the Force Tour that LL and 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 that group went on, mm-hmm. and turned it into two hours. Mm. It was phenomenal. It was absolutely incredible. Um, which reminds me, I didn't send Complex our <laughs> our records for the week. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was absolutely incredible. Everybody should go out of their way. All hip hop fans should go out of their way to uh, to see what they did last night. Uh, Will Z going to join us coming up here in just a few. We'll talk about tonight's game against the uh, Brooklyn Nets uh, as the Sacramento Kings get back in the win column on Friday, uh, beating the Phoenix Suns. And of course, it was another. It was another game to just talk about how great De'Aaron Fox is. Another piece of, uh, I gave you some required viewing. Here's some required reading. Um, our man Keith Smith over at, I think he's with Spot Track. Mm-hmm. I think that's the official set. He wrote about the De'Aaron Fox contract situation. Mm. So why a lot of people didn't take the time to read what Chris Haynes wrote and just tried to create some aggregated material about De'Aaron Fox turning down uh, a two-year, hundred-some-odd-million-dollar contract extension. 
Keith Smith wrote like exactly why. Not just the generic, it's more beneficial Mm -hmm. for him to do it this way. No, he explicitly wrote out why it's um, so important, why it makes so much sense for him to wait to sign the contract and the true value that another all-NBA selection will have for him. Mm. And there's a couple of different scenarios here, uh, and they're all big, big money scenarios. Mm. Yeah, well. What the Kings did was, we, we said this at the time, this was a formality. Right. They're able to offer the extension. They offer the extension. It's just as much of a formality for De'Aaron Fox to turn down the extension offer and to, again, it's that bet-on-yourself type thing, and earn the designated veteran extension, which could net him up to a four-year contract extension at $269-plus million. And they talked about how, um, or at least uh, Chris Haynes, when he was talking about the um, the whole situation, he said, you know, all of this was in good faith. You know, everybody is kind of on the same page as far as, yeah, we want to have – um, Fox here long term. We know why he turned down the deal, but we had to offer it to him. And Fox wants to be here long term. And, you know, there's no ill will with turning it down. It's just, you know, there's there's bigger money potentially on the other side. That's all it is. Much, much bigger money. Much bigger money. Uh, again, all of these scenarios are in Keith Smith's article, who, yes, Jesse, let's reach out and see if he wants to join us tomorrow. Uh, He even has a scenario in here where Fox could earn a five-year, $348 million contract extension. What's that? like? That is so... So I don't screw this up. I'm going to read it to you verbatim. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's say De'Aaron Fox doesn't choose the path uh, chosen by Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns, who both signed four-year designated veteran extensions as soon as they were available. Fox could choose to delay the, the signing his extension by a year to add even more money, but it comes at a risk. For one, Fox would have to be certain he would make all NBA for the 24-25 season Mm. or MVP or defensive player of the year. If he misses out on the 24-25 season, he would no longer be eligible to sign a designated veteran extension in 2025. Mm. But let's say he either doesn't qualify for the designated veteran extension status this season or he chooses to wait, but does qualify the next season. Here's what Fox would be looking at extending into the summer. And then it gives his next two years under his current deal or it gives because uh, uh, this is the next year. So it gives year five mm-hmm. of his current deal, which is at thirty seven million. And then in the year twenty twenty six, his salary starts at sixty million dollars per year and ends in 2030 <laughs> at a contract that would make Shohei Atani look broke. <laughs> a $79.3 million wow. final year of that deal. Man. I don't know that a single player has done that. Mm. I don't know that anyone has gone that route. Most people sign it at the four. Mm-hmm. Well, no. I think that's what Jalen just did. Jay- I think that was the contract Jalen just had. Sounds well. That sounds right because I remember the the money they were talking about. That and he had a year table. left on his deal. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, so you're right. Yeah. Um, and he waited. He was like, nope, not yet. Not yet, not yet, not yet. And then he got that all-NBA selection. He was like, okay, now. <laughs> right now. Played it uh, perfectly. The four years, $269.4 million seems extremely likely uh, given the incredible season that he's having. And it feels like he is uh, marching towards his second straight all-NBA nod. Yeah. I mean, the guy, one of the top scorers in the league. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, yo, this guy, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, for, for somebody like myself who grew up loving this guy, I was like, yo, we got our own little version of Iverson out here. Mm. <laughs> like the guy, 30 points a game at the guard position, mid-range shooter, not this crazy three-point shooter. Um, handles crazy, finishing at the rim is crazy. Like It's a little different version of, of AI. And he's that. He's that right now. Love seeing it. Yeah, he finished uh, Friday's game four of seven from three. But remember, he was three of three from the three-point line in the third quarter, or excuse me, in the fourth quarter. Mm. Uh, And he wound up finishing that game with 34 points in 34 minutes. Domas, very quietly, finished with a 15 and 17. Uh, Another double-double for DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, Four of those 17 rebounds were on the offensive end, something I thought the Sacramento Kings did really, really well on Sunday night. Um, And those assist numbers, again, you look at De'Aaron, you look at Domas, and you look at Malik Monk. Malik Monk, the bench on Friday was really, really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, You mentioned Sasha, a career high for Sasha in points. Malik continues to be the distributor for that group, and we gave our flowers uh, to Keon Ellis, who... Played 17 minutes in that one. He played, now let that compute, he played 17 minutes in a game that De'Aaron Fox played 34. Mm -hmm. He was having an impact, and Mike was finding a way to keep him on the floor. Yeah, I mean, that's how you earn your minutes. That's how you earn your opportunities, by going out there being impactful. Sometimes it's going to be with scoring. Sometimes it's going to be with your defense. Sometimes a combination of both. But just making sure your presence is felt out there, that's something that Keon did a great job of. Last night, I thought he did an okay job of it on Monday against the Pelicans, but I didn't see much of that against the Warriors. And once again, to be fair to him, that was his first game back uh, off the the ankle injury, mm-hmm. and uh, they had another game, had another game that week. Drawing a blank on who it was against, but that's you know his first couple games back off an of ankle injury. Maybe Denver? Denver, Denver, Denver on Saturday. Well, Clippers on Wednesday, Denver on uh, Saturday. That's right. Um, so, you know, it might've took him a couple, couple games to, to feel good about himself again. So, uh, he did a good job on, on Friday night of making his presence felt. Yeah. And I think this is one of the great things about this Kings bench, specifically this, the, the layout of this Kings roster. You look at Malik with, you know, 13 and six that night, you look at Keon Ellis in, in double digits and the impact that he had on the defensive end particularly in the third quarter. You look at what Sasha Vazenkov was able to do in, in his 20 minutes. That might be a career high for him playing 20 minutes uh, in a regular season game and the 14 points that he had. You didn't get a big night from JaVale McGee. You didn't get a big night from Trey Lyles, but it was okay because you knew how impactful that bench was. And the fact that you can interchange Sasha Vazenkov and JaVale McGee for each other, and it could be Sasha that has a down night and, and JaVale that has a, a big night, or you could do the same thing with Trey Lyles and Keon Ellis. 
it seems the one constant is Malik Monk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that you can count on a couple of guys coming off the bench and having an impact uh, in a game, I'd argue was uh, was a pretty big game. Like it, you, you had a lengthy amount of rest. You know you're going to see this team four more times this year. Um, and then the added dynamic of Kevin Durant, you know, Bradley Beal, who it, it, it all, all reports are he's going to make his debut tomorrow against the Golden State Warriors. We've heard that before, hmm. uh, but it sounds like it's it's actually happening tomorrow. So knowing that you have, you know, the, the ability to potentially catch them while they're down, yeah. you had to take advantage of it. Yeah. And everyone involved did a great job. Weird night for Kevin Herter, but – I thought Harrison was impactful, even though his shot wasn't really dropping. And then that second unit was huge for them. Yeah, they 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 helped kind of turn the tide of that game. You know, the, watching the game uh, the other night, we talked about it a little bit, but Keon Ellis, Malik Monk, they were in there turning the tide of that game in that third quarter. So, um, hey, mentioned it before. This is what happens sometimes with good teams. You're going to play a team that you should beat or isn't on the same level as you that particular, not not saying Phoenix in general isn't on the same level, but just that night with so many guys out, you know, they're not on the same level as you. Mm-hmm. They're going to step their game up. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to play with a level of focus. Other guys are going to look at that on that team as their opportunity to put some film out, to show the coach that they should be playing. So that's a lot of the times when you get the best effort from those teams. And the Kings had to deal with that on Friday. And they let them hang around a little bit because of it. But at the end of the day, when it was winning time, they handled business, made sure they got the separation they needed to get that victory. There's, I just get the win. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with all that. I'm not sure about any Someone teach Andy Reid how to use his <laughs> computer. There's <laughs> just this terrible shot of Andy <laughs> Reid on the screen right now clearly like on a Zoom conference with somebody, and it's like, hey, center the camera a little bit, big guy. Maybe push the screen back. That's good. Oh, man. No, no, Will, you're good. That, oh, it no. actually, believe it or not, it actually looked worse than what you just oh, did. Oh, man. Uh, as we welcome in our buddy Will Z. WillZStats.com. You can check out all of his great work. Will, there's a game tonight, uh, but let's start. Uh, with Fridays, any numbers besides 23, any numbers that really stand out to you from Friday night's win against Phoenix? I think for me, it was just the the third quarter barrage on both offense and defense. I mean, if you look at the advanced numbers for the third quarter alone, the Kings had a 132 offensive rating, 50 defensive rating, and 82 net rating. Like, there's your game. In that 12-minute stretch, they just completely annihilated the Suns. And it's reminded me of what we saw last year more in the fourth quarter for the Kings is they when they need to turn it on, especially on defense, they would. And I think that's kind of what it was reminiscent of for me in terms of let's catch up, let's put it behind, and then we don't let off the break. Yeah. All right, man, I'm, and I'm with that, man. And that's that's the – I think we talked about this before, the spurtability of this mm-hmm. Kings team from time to time. We, we wondered. Um, come on, bro. No, I'm throwing Absolutely. a flag. No, it's true. Absolutely I'm throwing not. a flag. No, I'm throwing it. What was that um, word you just? Spurtability? I'm, using, I'm throwing yeah. a flag. I'm, I'm <laughs> throwing a flag. a flag. I'm, I'm throwing a flag on this, Jesse. 
Y'all don't have to agree. If you know, I'm throwing a flag on whatever <laughs> word you just used right there. I like it. Well, all right, Will. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell us more about the King's spurtability then. Spurtability. <laughs> now, if I said something different, yeah, that would be a flag. <laughs> That's a flag. Not spurtability. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you during the, during the break what okay. the flag would have been. Okay. It would have been but, if you said it about the soda. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That's 15 I'm yards. I'm I'm sorry, Will. I'm I'm doing the rest of this segment of the protest game. because I of you too. But um that that's something that we had talked about was missing, you know, like the explosive nature mm-hmm. of the offense or this team in general. And on on Friday, they were able to have that, but Damian pointed out it seemed like a lot of it had to do with their defense in this particular case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the Sun shot 0 of 8 from 3 in that quarter. Part of it, I think, was they weren't making their shots, but I just like the Kings' defensive attention. I thought Sasha, he's always in the right spot, it mm-hmm. seems like. Both him and Trey are really good in that aspect, where they're not highlight defenders, but they're really good team defenders. Mm-hmm. So I thought that their activity coming in off the bench uh, was great in that third quarter as well. Um, Trey didn't play much, but Sasha had 5-13, and it was a plus 13 in the third. So clearly making an impact off the bench. Yeah, the Kings loved your Sasha tweet. That Man, was... The Sasha tweets always go off. It's wild. I don't know <laughs> what it is. If it's similar to the Kata stuff, how it would be like the other countries just kind of pick it up. Oh, it's like Tim Zhu on the, on the yeah, that's, yeah, that's what, yep. it is. Exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, well, I thought Harrison obviously struggled from the field. I thought he was really impactful mm-hmm. in, in, in Friday's game. What stood out to you about uh, HB, who was pretty much shredded by this Kings fan base for a solid four days? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was the rebounds. Um, which again, I was one of the ones when Mike Brown says we want him to go out there and rebound and you look and he's averaging like three, you have to give him credit when he goes out and grabs eight rebounds, four mm-hmm. offensive, four defensive. So he was doing it on both ends of the floor. It's if he's able to do that and he's not going to shoot three of 11 most nights, that's a really low percentage for him. Mm-hmm. So if he can just shoot near 40, 50% from the field and grab those rebounds, I think that's about what you need from him mm-hmm. on any given night with the kind of every now and then explosion of a 20, 30 point game, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the the biggest thing for me always, always with uh, Harrison Barnes is I just got to, I got to have you be impactful out there. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter how it is, if it's just defense or if it's, it's just scoring or just rebounding or whatever, I don't really have a preference. I just need to know that you're out there. You have yep. to uh, have an impact on the game. And he did that on Friday. He did that mm-hmm. on Friday. He had an impact on the game. And when he's able to do that, um, it kind of changes everything with what this Kings team can, can do, in my opinion. Yeah. What do we got tonight? It's uh, the Kings and the Brooklyn Nets at the Golden One Center. It's the first night of a back-to-back Feels like that has to be pointed out, though it may not necessarily have to be pointed out loudly today. It's certainly going to be yep. mentioned pretty loudly tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, the the all of the in-season tournament stuff is over. Friday's game wasn't a part of the in-season tournament, but it was one of those unscheduled games that was based on the in-season tournament. 
So now we're here just back to the regularly scheduled program, uh, and it starts with Brooklyn tonight at G1C. Yeah, so Brooklyn, their main thing is the three-point line. They are taking 38.2 attempts per game. That's seventh, and they're leading the league with a 38.7% three-point percentage. But what's really weird about them is that it doesn't affect their wins and losses. Mm. So in their wins, they're shooting 38.6%. In their losses, they're actually shooting better at 38.9%. So it's really like, yes, you want to guard the three-point line, but that's not what dictates Brooklyn winning or losing. What seems to, based on looking at the numbers, is Brooklyn's defense. So in their wins, uh, Brooklyn has a defensive rating of 104.5, and in their losses, it jumps to 126.1. So that's where you're seeing the kind of give and take for the Nets Mm -hmm. is on the defensive side. You see all their, their steals go down, their blocks go down, all of kind of those peripheral defensive stats uh, are dropping compared to like the Kings when they shoot well, they win when they don't, they lose. So a little bit different in that aspect. Do you uh, look at a guy like Nick Claxton as somebody that we always talk about the guys that Domas struggles against seems Mm -hmm. like Nick Claxton, um, although he's active and I like him as a center, he doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to have, um, the strength to match up with a guy yeah. like Sabonis. Is that kind of what the numbers may bear out if they're, they're head to head in the pass or anything like that? That's exactly what the numbers bear out. I'm still finishing up my preview article for the day, um, but that's exactly what I was writing for the paragraph on Domas and Claxton. So in last year, Sabonis shot six of nine, 66.7% from the field. Um, and had six assists in like 18 minutes when guarded by Claxton. He has that length and athleticism to block shots. He's at 2.4 on the season. Mm -hmm. But like you said, Kenny, I don't think he has the strength to guard Sabonis one-on-one. I was trying to think back to how Sabonis did last year, and I think the Nets sent a double team pretty early on. Mm -hmm. I'd have to go back and look at the tape, but that's what kind of jumped in my memory. And the numbers kind of bear it out that Claxton doesn't really have the ability to to guard Domas one-on-one. And this is a game where, obviously, Ben Simmons will be out. Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. will be out. Lonnie Walker will be out. They'll be missing some guys. Yeah. We're still waiting to find out, you know, what happens with Malik Monk uh, and, and where he's at tonight as he, uh, according to some reports last night and this morning, is dealing with an illness. But this isn't one of those games. You know, obviously, Mikel Bridges is extraordinary. But this isn't one of those games where, like, you look at it and you go, this is a matchup problem for Sacramento. This doesn't feel like a matchup problem for Sacramento. It's where they have a lot of length, which is kind of a common thing that people like to find. But in terms of, like, overall roster, it seems like they kind of match up well. Um, Really, if not an advantage to the Kings with their size. Brooklyn, it just feels like they're all tall, skinny guys. Which isn't a bad thing. You want tall, lengthy guys, but they don't have that kind of variety of body type that some of the other teams, like the Lakers, um, the Raptors, the Rockets, have. Brooklyn is on a three-game winning streak, by the way. They're back to twelve mm-hmm. and nine. Like they, they, they had kind of been living at the five hundred, just uh. below five hundred mark, and you know now they're essentially where Sacramento and 
Yeah, they're not a of the bad league team. Is. Yeah, no, 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 no they're, they're, not, they're at not at all. They're not at all, and they, yeah. they've got guys. I got in, them in the playoffs. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah they, they got a guy in Michael Bridges, your boy, who yeah. if you're not paying attention, he can go off on you. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think he can go off on you if you are paying attention. This, that's true too. That's true too. So I know they were, you know, expecting and, and hoping for some things with Ben Simmons this year hasn't hasn't necessarily played out that way, but. Mm-hmm. You know, between Bridges and Cam Johnson, those are two guys that I like a lot on that squad, mm-hmm. and then uh, my guy Spencer Dinwiddie as well. So uh, they've they've got some guys that can they can give you a problem. Absolutely, yeah, and, you got to be aware. And it's where Bridges in games this year when he scored twenty or more points, they're ten and five. When he's held under twenty, they're two and four. So it hasn't happened much, mm. but. It's similar to Phoenix, where if you have one person you're going to key in on, fo- key in, and focus on, mm-hmm. it's clearly Bridges. So if the Kings are going to kind of keep up their their blitzing, their double teams, uh, it's going to be on Bridges tonight. Is is it Keegan? Who do you think guards? The, uh, who do you think uh, draws Mikel on the defensive end? I hope it's Keegan. I don't. Barnes is in. Barnes's individual defense has left a lot to be wanting this year. Hmm. Um, so I hope it's Keegan, but at the same time, I don't feel like Keegan has been moving really well. Hmm. So I don't know. Um, maybe Duarte, especially if Monk is out, might get some minutes on him. Um, maybe it's a bit of a committee, but oh. probably start with Keegan and go from there, depending on how the matchup is going. People talk about oh, it matters who's guarding him in the fourth quarter. Let's not I, it, don't 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 give him a runway. Yeah, yes. that's the thing. He he's not fourth quarter Fox, but he's he's consistent. Don't give Mikel mm-hmm. a runway. Yeah, like make life frustrating for him. Yeah, or yeah. It, it, shoot, do what you did to Book in the third quarter, to where Book is, you know, he he basically had to start the whole damn game over with in the fourth quarter for himself. And he he was he was great, mm-hmm. but yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. No. Yeah, he's not Who's great at getting to the line either. 4.8 free throw attempts per game. So that's another aspect that isn't quite there compared to like the Booker mm-hmm. um, matchup. Yeah. So just another aspect that you don't have to worry about quite as much. Will, keep in mind. we appreciate you. Will's, Will's got to get back to work. The, 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 the family time is over. Yeah, time man. in the wilderness is over. Back to the grind, back to, back to the grizzy. Well, but is it back to the grind for like a week and then you get to go on Christmas vacation? <laughs> It'll just be a few days off around the, the holidays. Okay. But, All yeah. Right. Good stuff, Will. We appreciate you as always. Thanks, my man. Thanks, guys. All Have right. a good one. Yep, that's WillZStats.com. Uh, make sure you check out all of his previews uh, for these games as the Kings got quite a few games coming up. Shoot, there's four this week with the uh, today, tomorrow. Thunder Thursday. Uh, Jazz, Jazz Saturday. Saturday. Washington comes to town on Monday. Well, that'll be fun. Well, Boston's <laughs> right after that. Well, <laughs> it's all fun in games until the Wizards get a win <laughs> at G1C. Wizards win by 15 at the G1C. I'll be oh, like, come be on. Sick. Jordan Poole going to be throwing off the backboard alley-oops at Kuzma when they're down 30. I'm fine with that. If he wants to throw uh, alley-oops off the backboard while there's a light the beam chant going on, by all means, my brother. Uh, have at it. Hey, um, there's nothing that can be done now because the the play has moved on. But I need the league to look at that uh, flag that was thrown and rescind my fine. That's what what was fine. the term used again? Spurtability. Yeah. Um. In Secaucus, we ruled it no penalty. 
No penalty? Come on, bro. Like, wow. Sportability. Like, people use that. People say that. <laughs> people win. Oh, I've, I've heard the term. Yeah. You've if he, if he said no, because if You've he said something else. Spurtability. I've heard it a couple times. Give me. Man. We ruled in Secaucus. What do you want us to do? <laughs> I feel like Patrick Mahomes right now. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. We'll come back. Stilo and Casey here on ESPN 1320. No wonder he was so pissed off. Mm. He promptly ignored me. <laughs> I don't want to gloss. I mean, we mentioned this. I don't have anything to say. The, the Raiders got beat 3-0. to zero. I, I got. I have nothing. To that's say run on its that course. Game. Get yourself a new coach. Get yourself a new quarterback. Three, well, mm. that that's harsh. That's a lot. But three to zero is tough. I don't know how you. I don't know how you defend like two hundred and two total yards. Now, it's, now again, it was three to zero. It's not like Minnesota was lighting the board. Clearly, your defense did something. But man, three to zero. I had I had uh, multi view. Right, like the last thing I heard from the Raiders game was, there hasn't been a three to zero score in the NFL since. And right then is when I went back to something else. I was like, oh, oh no, what was since when? Nah, that was, when was the last three zero game? I saw the uh, the the end of the Forty ers game, and I saw on the little bottom line they had the the score and at the time. I think it was zero zero. I was like zero zero. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, maybe you know the, the the graphics have now functioned a little bit or something like no just zero zero fourth quarter so I'm going to put up these inflatable uh, Christmas decorations <laughs> this is and then by by then I'll be back for the last five minutes of the the Chiefs and the Bills because it didn't take that long to put that stuff up but there was no need in trying to check on red zone to see Raiders Vikings well it didn't make red zone because I don't think they were ever there. They're like, yeah, they they normally, oh, you know, we have to go to, uh, you got to go to your, you know, local television provider because there's only one game left. They're like, yeah, we, t- no one wants to see this. Just flip over to CBS and watch the end of. Mm. Yeah, they didn't even try to keep watch, you around watch it. for the OT. <laughs> Spoiler alert: There's no highlights coming from this Raiders game. Do you, um, brutal? Do you think I know? Everybody wanted to see Alex O'Connell and all this other stuff. Aiden. Aiden O'Connell. What? Who's Alex? Who's He's Alex? a basketball player. He used to play for Duke. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, will you, will you turn? Will you turn the uh, nonsensical tournament that you're probably watching on your iPad off? Oh <laughs> no, no 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 college basketball right oh, now. Okay. The the Kings game is running back again right oh, now. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Um, I mean, so we're just gonna let this happen. If you're uh, Antonio Pierce, like <laughs> we're not gonna just Jimmy just no. No, not with you. Got you still got four games left. I know you probably don't want to win any games. Would but just not just gonna let it happen. Huh? Would Jimmy hit him with the Zach Wilson? Uh, maybe. Like, no, you Which I don't think that's out. what Zach Wilson actually did. By the way, I don't think you go back to Jimmy. I don't think you do. Either. I think you stick just with let, O'Connell. Just let, mm. just let just let Aiden ride it out. I mean, if you're if you're if you're Antonio Pierce, you could have some directives too. By the way, That's you, true could, too. you you could be have some some yeah. some directives, and it's I'm not just to win. yeah. I mean, well, not just that. It it just let's ride it out for better or worse with Aiden O'Connell. We know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. We don't need to see it. Mm. Um, just ride it out with Aiden O'Connell. Let's see what we have. Um, yeah, I think you just you just go with it. That's a tough. 
man, that's tough. Three to zero is a bad look, but if I was regroup in, short week, I think for the Raiders. Yeah, they play Thursday. Easton Stick versus Aiden O'Connell. Wow. Herbert's already out, I believe. Wow. I, I'm I'm definitely like the proponent of, you know, play the games. You know, mm-hmm. just play. I would not be against I don't think he's too good of a of a guy, um, competitor to do this on his own. But I might even, you know, uh, just go out there and do the dirty work for him and say that I'm gonna just shut Devontae Adams down. Like you got a guy like Alex, Alex Aiden O'Connell out there. Yeah, what if he doesn't want to though? Then he can't. But I wouldn't be. The reason why I said he wouldn't do that is because he's a competitor. He's a good yeah. guy. But what's the what's the? Do you pose the question like, bro? Do you, what what yeah, are you thinking right now? Do you want to play? Because this is a guy in the middle of his career that you know is playing meaningless games, and I don't even think the the games that they have left are against like playoff teams too much. I think they play Kansas City for sure. Uh let me see. I can obviously pull this up. But and maybe you play the Kansas City game because you want to stay true. They got the Chargers, one. the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Broncos. The juggernaut that is mm-hmm. now the Denver Broncos. The I guess those are games. I, the only reason I'm thinking about him playing as well is like those are games that affect the standings, mm-hmm. you know, the the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Broncos. Mm-hmm. So you play those, um, maybe. But this poor guy, he's just just out here, just out here. Yeah, not meaningful football whatsoever. You think he stays with the Raiders? Um, if I was the Raiders, I'd move on from him, get more draft capital. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. They're gonna does, have to cut him. Probably eat up money, huh? Yeah, it doesn't. I I don't know what his cap hold and all of that stuff is, but it doesn't make sense. If you can trade him, trade him. It just doesn't make sense to have him there. Yeah. And for him, it doesn't make sense to be there rotting. You don't. It doesn't make sense to have him either for a rookie quarterback. Or a completely undeveloped quarterback. Yeah. Like this this thing has just not gone the way that he thought it was going to go when he signed here. If they're able to um cut him post June first or yeah, June first, if they're able to trade him post June first next year, that's only a four million dollar cap hit. But if they can only release him, then they're on the hook for fifteen and a half million dollars. So they got it so they save eleven million dollars by trading him. Yeah. yeah you gotta try to trade him. You gotta like, hope Bill Belichick wants him still. Yeah, there the, the, there will be Yeah. You move on. You move on. I mean, uh, this is this how many is years good. was his deal? Three, three. Oh man! Do you blow up this team? Are you trading Devontae Adams in the offseason too? Like, I think the Raiders are at that point. Yeah, and which is yeah. foul just because their defense finally Devontae figured Adams. it out. Yeah, I'd absolutely trade Devontae Adams. Yeah. It I, just doesn't make sense. No, and you're not. None of this makes sense. You're not a nothing about the Raiders. You're not a sense. CJ. Doesn't feel like at least. You're a C.J. Stroud hitting on your draft pick away from being good. It doesn't feel like they're that. Yeah, that also means you Josh Jacobs walks. Mm-hmm. Like you don't franchise him again. You certainly don't sign him to anything. You just let him go. And that um, sucks because you can't even get any assets for him, can't trade for him, so to speak, nope. or trade him for assets. So nope. Josh McDaniels really did a number on this team. Oof. He did. 
Like set him I mean, back I, years on top of years. Yeah, Al Davis isn't absolved of criticism Mark. for this though. Mark. Yeah, Al is. Al is <laughs> Al, Al is absolved of all criticism of this. Uh Mark, however, is not. Uh Mark is not. Uh by the way, the last three zero game, uh Pittsburgh beat Jesse's Miami Dolphins on November 26, 2007. Remember it like it was yesterday. Ricky Williams had just come back, I think, because he was on his weed break or whatever. Came back. <laughs> came back. I'm, like, so excited because that's my favorite player of all time. Gets tackled. I think Joey Harrison or whatever, someone steps on, on his shoulder. Boom, out for the year. Oh. It, is that a shoot? Is that really what happened that game? Yeah, he came back. You, I don't know if it was You told that story very convincingly. No, I remember that game like it was yesterday. I remember watching my dad. My dad was pissed. It was it was all I bad that, that day at the top of your house. But, oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, man. It's the third 3-0 game in the past 40 years in the seventh in the Super Bowl era. Mm. Hmm. Yikes. How do we feel about the Baltimore Ravens? 10-3. and three. Number one seed for now in the AFC. A thrilling win against the Los Angeles Rams. What a what a ending to that game. I don't I wanna pick them to come out of the AFC. There's something I can't quite grasp. So I'll 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 think about it this way as a 49ers fan. If the Niners were to make the Super Bowl, I'd much rather face the Ravens than the Dolphins. Explain. I think the Dolphins, with their speed and what they could do on the offensive end, can pose problems for anybody, for for Mm -hmm. just anybody. It's a tough, tough matchup for anybody. I think Baltimore, as great as Lamar is, I don't think they necessarily have the playmakers. I know they don't have the playmakers that Miami does, and they might be a little bit more predictable and easier to guard defensively. I think there's holes on that defense that yeah. the 49ers, <coughs> excuse me, would be able to exploit. Get emotional talking about I know, this game. This, that's, uh, my, that's my Super Bowl. It, well, <laughs> it is. See, look, you just got Kenny all shaken up. Well, it's Kenny's turn to die on the air. Don't cut the camera. You know, let yeah, the camera roll. Let the camera live. Come on, Kenny. When, no one call 911 until he actually hits the ground. Let's get a couple more cops in. Then you can call 911. Not until then, though. He has to hit the ground. The news needs that hey, shot that's going to get these views up. Hey, man. My man said he didn't know which way we were going this segment. I said, fine, I'll die. Yeah, How about well. That? Fellas, it's happening. It's not the first time that's happened in local radio, so that's that's all right. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.